Good morning and welcome to Breakfast with the Beat. I am your host, Johnny Good Times. Joining me is my sidekick. I'm Dr. Eisenberg. Good morning, Beat Good morning, Johnny. Good morning, Doc. Just a little something I want to get off my chest before we get started here. Well, it wouldn't be the first time. Michael Buble is not a suitable replacement for Robert Goulet. He is fucking not. Okay. Okay. But- no. No, he's not. I feel like that's the course he's taking. Oh, he's right? trying. He's it seems trying. like we've been without Goulet for a few years now. Yeah, and, uh, Joey Little shit's trying to horn in on the Goulet game. I don't have anything specific against Michael Buble. I don't even really know his stuff. But, I mean, he doesn't have a sweet mustache. Yeah, that's that's just problem one, okay? Problem two is that he's trying to horn in on Goulet turf, okay? And so whether or not I had a problem with Michael Buble before this, Michael Buble, if you're listening, whether or not I had a problem with you before this, we've got a fucking problem now, <laughs> okay? Because you are trying to stomp all over Robert Goulet's turf with your smooth little mustacheless face, okay? I don't even think you could grow a mustache. In fact, if you want to get me to stop yelling at you because, you know, my opinion matters to you so much, Michael Buble. <laughs> Maybe you should grow a mustache. I, I think the mustache is important. The mustache is the heart of everything. I get your, you know, your Tom Selleck going on there, you know, or your Ron Swanson if you want to be current. Yeah, the, I the, think we do because Ron Swanson has a bitchin' mustache. The point is, I think, if you want to capture the hearts and minds of everybody's mom. I mean, here's the thing. Buble is, is, is kind of baby-faced. He's very young-looking. He's got yeah. that, like, long-term young thing going on. Yeah, that's why people's moms like him. Because he looks like, you know, you know how you have that friend who's more attractive than you, and you're like, boy, I hope this, my mom isn't thinking about fucking this guy. Well, she is, and Michael Buble is the more acceptable version of that, because he's not your friend. Yeah, but by the same token, that's why people's moms, like, you know, in sync or One Direction, or whoever is popular amongst the teeny boppers now. You got, like, moms taking their teenage yeah. girls to see One Direction because everyone kind of wants to sleep with their prepubescent boy whatever. Or, yeah. or I don't know, uh, uh, Pattinson and um, Mr. Thicknick Wolf. Yeah, uh, Taylor Lautner. Right. Why Taylor is Lautner. his neck so thick? I don't know. <laughs> it's like he cuts his hair in the Twilight movie. He cuts his hair, and his neck has, like, just exploded to fill all the space that his hair used to take up. I think when you go through werewolf puberty, it's like a sort of um, magical version of steroids. I just think like, it must be. Because those guys, you don't really see them exercising. They just, like, as soon as they go through werewolf pu- puberty, they bulk up and, like... Okay, they're werewolves, so they're really hairy when they're wolves, but then as soon as they're not, it's like the hair falls out to such a degree that it looks like they shave their chests. Yeah. But no, they're werewolves, so it's magic. Yeah, it's like, it's to divert attention. It's like, oh, this guy could never be a werewolf. Look how smooth he is. The point is... The point is not about werewolves. The point Taylor, is about a different smooth man. Taylor Lautner's come and go every yes. couple of years, okay? Goulet was beloved for decades. He wasn't just a crush, okay? He was someone that people's moms could fantasize about long after they became people's grandmoms, okay? Yeah. And you know why Goulet has the staying power, the maturity to be the heartthrob that he was for so long? The uh, the gravitas, if you will? The stash. The stash. Michael Buble, grow a mustache. A big, sweet mustache. And if you can't, step aside. Yeah. Okay, yeah. mustaches, or as I like to call them, gravitas magnets. Okay, 
just lend you an air of respectability. Absolutely true. And yeah. you don't have one. And I think that is where you're falling down on the job as a crooner. It's a serious issue. Crooners need stashes. Yeah. I mean, most crooners don't have them, which is what set Goulet apart to begin with. He was the one with the mustache. Sammy Davis Jr. had a stash, and well, he was great. Yeah, he did, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a stash. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah. like, hey, who in the Rat Pack do you think would be least objectionable in your house? Probably Sammy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, you know, Frank was, uh, he had some bad friends. Yeah. You, you, you got to worry about uh, what, what Sinatra, who he's going to bring home, okay? And you know, whether they're going to mob be, buddies. Yeah, whether they're going to bring bats with them. Or that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. they're going to hit you with a bat. Yeah, yeah. It's like... <laughs> I don't know. He hangs out with a bad crowd. Yeah. And uh, you know what you don't see a lot of what is uh, uh, sweet mustaches in uh, organized crime. You don't. No. They what do, do that weird polished slick back thing. Yeah. That's why you can't trust them. Yeah, because no mustaches. Yeah, it's a little too suited up. Yeah, man. Uh, Brando had one in Godfather, you know, so. Yeah, that's true. And, yeah. and, and everybody loved him. Yeah, well, he was the He was mob, murdering so. the shit out of people, but everyone was like, that that's a mob boss you can trust. I guess if you're going to be a mob boss, be the best mob boss. Yeah. And to be the best mob boss, you also need a sweet stash. It, that, that applies to every field. Crime, crooning, whatever. You know, I mean... Hey, you know who my favorite astrophysicist is who also has a sweet mustache? Who would that be, sir? Neil deGrasse Tyson. Sweet mustache on that Sweet man. stash on the Tyson. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so... So that's that's your lesson for today, folks. Yeah, if you're Michael Buble, if you're just someone who wants to be more like Neil deGrasse Tyson, mm-hmm. what, I mean, those are both two things that a lot of people are, you know? Sure. Grow a mustache. <laughs> and and uh, for a wider audience here, um, if you're not happy with your station in life, if you feel like you have not achieved all that you are destined to achieve and you need to make a change, maybe try growing a stash. Yeah. It couldn't hurt. That is the lesson for today. Mustache. Mustache. Do we have anything more to add to this, or are we going to just roll a topic? I think we might as well roll a topic. I like that plan. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Okay, that comes to 25. Okay. All right. Surprisingly underwhelming response from you. Okay, number 25 on the list. It's a number, there's a list, we talk about things. Yeah, and and this week we're talking about... Okay. Penguins. Penguins. Submitted by Cassie in Sultan, Washington, friend of the show, etc., etc. Thank One you, Cassie. One more topic. Penguins. That is surprisingly straightforward. Yeah, it's none of that weird crap that people are sending in these days trying to one-up each other. No, penguins. Penguins. Yeah. All right. They're great. Yeah, penguins are, penguins are a solid animal. I, I, I believe we can say right now we're pro-penguins. Yeah. Oh, my God, are we pro-penguins. I love penguins. You've heard me talk about penguins on this show. I have. They've come up a number of times. Yeah, because yeah. they're so awesome. Right. Okay? And penguins aren't glamorous, you know? They're not stalking about the savannah, bringing down antelope and stuff. No, okay? Penguins are the stout, stalwart fellows of the Arctic, okay? <laughs> Antarctic. Antarctic. Wherever, Okay. <laughs> Yeah, you're right, though. You're completely right. They're, they're South Pole animals. Arctic yeah. just sound... It flows better. It does. So, penguins, get on the ball. Get some little boats and go north. Come uh, on! How cute would that be? Penguins in little boats. There's a very specific reason why penguins do not migrate to the Arctic. I know. 
Polar bears. Oh, yeah. 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 Penguins have enough shit to deal with in the South Pole with, like, seals. And orcas. And orcas. Yeah. yeah. Orcas love to eat penguins. They do. Okay. Yeah, but so next time you're at, like, SeaWorld and you're all like, oh, Shamu, you're so playful. No, he is thinking about penguin murder. Yeah, yeah. But the, the reason that, uh, no, polar bears are just worse. It's like, oh, hey, you live in a bad neighborhood. Uh, why don't you move to a worse neighborhood? That's true, because like you know, the, the the orcas, you know, they can they can really only get the penguins if they're in the water or near the water or on like a little ice shelf right above the water that's thin enough for the orca to kind of break through. Yeah, penguin has an escape route from an orca. Penguin can get away. Penguin can go on land. Orca doesn't go on land. Yeah. Polar bears, they're on land and they're decent swimmers. Oh yeah. Yeah. Polar, polar bears. Are great bear, swimmers. If, if, if a polar bear spots you in the water and you go up on land, like I'm going to be okay. No, no, you're not. Yeah. Polar no. bear, if anything, is more deadly on land. Polar bear can run faster than a penguin. I mean, a penguin and a seal are about even on yeah, speeds, a, a, both in the water and on land. A penguin is not a fast runner. No. 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 Penguins no. have very short legs. Effectively, no legs at all. Just little feet at the bottom of their torsos. Right. And so, like, a penguin's waddle is yes. about an even match for a seal, which doesn't really even have feet. Yeah, a seal just, just kind of flops. Yeah, it kind of... A seal, like, belly flops on land. Yeah. So, seal versus penguin in a race, yeah. about an even match. That could go either way. Seals, they don't exactly crawl like worms, mm-hmm. but on land, they travel by doing the worm. They do. They yeah. absolutely do. <laughs> it's, uh, it's a little breakdance contest at the South Pole, yeah. and penguins are winning by just not participating. Exactly. Which is how I win dance contests, by just staying the fuck out of them. Yeah. I mean, I don't yeah. win in a technical sense, but a moral victory. It's, it's how you survive dance contests. It's a victory for my dignity. Uh-huh. You know, and yeah. I think I'm on that wavelength with penguins, which is one of the reasons I like them so much. Penguins, contrary to what you've seen in movies, do not dance. No, 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 no. You and penguins, dignity quotient only goes down in the dance contest. Yeah. You are best avoiding it. Yeah, real penguin, like I said, has stumpy little legs. I've got the opposite. I've got long, gangly legs. Both suboptimal for dancing. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. So I kind of get the penguin on that on that level. But yeah, they, they aren't glamorous. They're, they're, they're stalwart little fellows, you know, who are just hunkered down for the cold weather all year round. Mm-hmm. They, uh, for the most part, there are some species of penguins that live as far north as the equator. Well, that's true. Anywhere south of the equator, you're going to find a penguin somewhere. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, by and large, they're, they're cold-weather birds. And, I, I mean, you know, you've got your famous penguins, your, your, your emperor penguins in the Antarctic, you know? Sure. Which are great. Just seeing a whole big, a big old field of ice with like a thousand penguins in it. Uh huh. How great is that? It's pretty sweet. Oh my god! Just a thousand <laughs> penguins all standing around, <laughs> or whatever penguins say. I don't know. I assume they kind of make a quacky sound. That kind of uh, yeah. <laughs> like that yeah. yeah. Sure. You know, all just quacking at each other and like you know sitting on the eggs and stuff. Oh my god, it's great because it's just like it's just like a million little well dressed dudes all hanging out. Just keeping a stiff upper lip in the cold. Yeah. 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 Okay. It's like uh, it's like a species of butlers. Yeah, they got great posture. You know. Sure. I mean that. I mean, p- people always say, "Oh, penguins are wearing little tuxedos, and that's why they look like butlers." No, penguins look like butlers because of their impeccable posture. Yeah, they're dignified. They got some jeeves going on. They fucking do. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know, fucking birdies coming over. Like I don't know what to do, and the penguins like, "I'll handle it." <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay, a penguin is a bird I would trust 
to handle a problem. Realistically, probably a bad idea to trust a bird at all with this because I have people problems. But in my <laughs> fantasia that I am weaving, okay, penguins. All right, yeah. yeah. Like if like people are all like, oh, owls are smart. No, no, owls are killing machines. Owls think only of rodent murder. Okay, owls are really cool. Oh, they are. They can put their heads around and you, stuff. Uh, owls are are forest night monsters, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Penguins are adorable uh, frosty belly sliding monsters. This is true. They slide on their bellies on the ice all the time, all over the place. That's a great way to get around. If you're in Antarctica. I mean, it's just full of uh, slides. It just is. Slides, like natural slides, just made of ice flows, but, you know. It is. It's like, it's some kind of crazy, you know, shoots and ladders Super Mario world that only penguins get to enjoy. Yeah, pretty much. You yeah. just slide all over the place. Totally. And, I mean, they're with like a thousand penguin bellies sliding down an ice slide all the time. It's like oh, a natural Zamboni. It is. Penguins are little Zambonis <laughs> for nature. Yes. Okay, and that... <laughs> Arguably is the most beautiful thought I've ever had outside of multiple Wienermobiles, of course. <laughs> <laughs> because nothing is better than seeing more than one Wienermobile at once. But, That's fair. That's fair. But the Zamboni itself is a wonderful device. And everyone with a soul, even if you don't give a shit about hockey or figure skating or any other ice-based sport... Uh-huh. Everyone with a soul wishes they could drive the Zamboni at least once. Because it's a big, crazy machine that goes around on the ice and smooths it down. Oh, yeah. I wish I could uh, drive a Zamboni right now. It'd be oh, fun. my God. I would drive the fuck out of a Zamboni. Yeah. Wherever. Not even in an ice rink. Just on, like, a road or whatever. Just, brr, Zamboni, bitches. I mean, yeah. driving big things is pretty cool in general. Yeah. I don't mean, like, a Hummer. I mean, like, any, like, a crane or a tank or even like a garbage truck. It'd be kind of fun to just drive a big ass thing. Garbage truck yeah. not as fun as a uh, like a crane, but yeah. yeah, no. If I had a crane here and somebody was like, "You can drive this." I'd be like, "Yes, I can." Yeah. <laughs> but no. Okay, the Zamboni is a wonderful device and for penguins to to take the noble purpose of the Zamboni and, and so perfectly encapsulate it in nature in a way that, you know, predates the Zamboni by thousands of years. Millions. Well, yes, but <laughs> well, I'm talking. But, I'm talking modern penguins, you know. Okay. Okay. <laughs> well, the point is that yes, penguins. Just the fact that they were they had caught on to the 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 stately nobility of the Zamboni long before humans ever even knew that they could have that idea is another point in their favor of how how come they're so great. (laughs) Would you say, in general, penguins are a pretty well-liked animal? I mean... Uh, Yes. And you don't see people hating penguins very much. No. People are like, whenever there's like a penguin mascot or a penguin movie or something, it's generally adorable and endearing and, and, you know, right? I mean, I've seen people disliking uh, fictional penguins, like in movies, like like the dancing penguins or the Madagascar penguins, but that's not about their status as penguins. That's about them having a shitty script to work with. Yeah, fair. Those are bad movies. Yeah, I mean, you know, Natalie Portman is a lovely young woman, but my God, she is awful in the Star Wars prequels, you know? That's accurate. It doesn't make Natalie Portman a bad person, as far as I know. Okay, sure. I mean, like, there could be some behind-the-scenes stuff going on that I don't know about, but again, you know, it's not about her. It's about George Lucas and how everything is his fault. So Yeah, I have nothing against Natalie Portman. No. 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 And and I think penguins kind of fall into a similar uh, uh, boat. And we're back to penguins and boats. Huh? Oh. And, uh, yeah, I think penguins fall into that same boathouse 
in that nobody's going to hate a penguin, even if a penguin... Penguins could do a thousand bad movies, or people could make a thousand bad movies about penguins. Uh-huh. I don't think there's ever going to be a, pe- a penguin backlash. Even if, like, after March of the Penguins had come out, you know... Uh-huh. Let's say there had been a thousand more penguin documentaries. Like, like there had just become a whole subgenre of, of penguin film, you know? I think people generally liked March of the Penguins. They I absolutely mean, did. It, it had penguins and Morgan Freeman. That's everything that everyone likes. That's like the two most likable things in the world in one place. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> but, like, let's say that penguin documentaries had become a whole little micro-genre of film. Like, Morgan Freeman is, like, more well-loved than, like, Jelly Beans... Or toasters, or, yeah. you know... You know why he's more well-loved than jelly beans? Why? Because with Morgan Freeman, you never accidentally get the nasty licorice-flavored one. Okay? <laughs> you always get the same thing, which is Morgan Freeman's velveteen sunrise of a voice tickling your earballs. Yeah, why do you think Morgan Freeman never auditioned for Mace Windu? He, he could smell the rot a mile away. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he knew. He He's knew. like, no, I, I, I'm not going to risk this. Let Sam do it. Yeah. 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 And again, uh, you know, Velveteen Sunset. I mean, the reason I, I, I bring it up is because we are in a state of global warming, and the ice caps are melting on both top and bottom of the planet. Yeah. And as I said earlier, there are species of penguin that live... At the equator? Yeah. You know, the hot part of the planet. Mm -hmm. And so they've got a... a, Not every penguin species, but, you know, penguins as a whole can adapt to warmer climates. Yes, we will have a persistence of penguins. Right. But what I'm getting at is is if, if the penguins, like flourish and can adapt to the warmer planet, yeah. we may actually see penguins spread out over more of the world, which would be, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm thinking like... And the downside is? Well, that's what I'm getting at, okay? You've got various things that kind of, various kinds of animals that spread out whenever the climate changes. Yeah. You know, your your rats, your seagulls, etc. Yeah. Okay. Your garbage animals. <laughs> Yeah, you could call them garbage animals, sure. Yeah. yeah. But, so if penguins start just showing up in new parts of the world... Yeah. I think that would be nice. I don't think people would have a problem with it. No, I mean, you know, like, yeah, seagulls move into some other environment, or rats, or cockroaches, or, you know, fucking malaria mosquitoes, whatever. Nobody's happy to see them. No. But if penguins just start showing up, walking down the street in the city, and there's a penguin... Just on the corner, waiting for a bus with a little briefcase. Oh, my God. Uh, okay, sure. I mean, okay, the briefcase is probably going a little too far. But just penguins waddling around in the cities or on the on the beach or whatever. You go to the beach and there's just some penguins around just, you know, looking for fish or something. Oh, my God. Yeah, that'd be cool. Like, mm. oh, what are you going to do today? I don't know, but it's probably going to involve seeing some penguins. All right, because they're fucking everywhere. <laughs> You know, that's what I would say all the time. To be like, what are you going to go do? I don't know. Probably go hang out with a penguin. Well, for those of you who are regular listeners of the show, Johnny uh, uh, has recently decided that he is going to become a man of the sea. I am absolutely going to become a man of the sea. Now, given that uh, extended premise, do you plan when you get your first ship and begin sailing the world? Uh, how soon are you going to go south to Antarctica? And, you know, start making friends with penguins, maybe get one. Well, okay, the Penguin uh, Goodwill missions Uh have, of course, already been given top priority. Okay. Just because, duh. Are you you planning on applying for, like, penguin adoption, or do you just want to visit them in their natural habitat? 
Well, the Antarctic penguins I only want to visit in their natural habitat. Simply because to adopt one would probably just be bad for the penguin, you know? Oh, hey, guy who likes cold weather, let's go to the tropics. No, that's a dick move, you know? That's, that's a good point, yeah. However, if I were to say, bring on a penguin as my honorary first mate, uh-huh. which, come on, of course I'm doing that, uh, I have the kind of penguin I want picked out already. And that is a little blue penguin from New Zealand. All right, all right. And uh, the little blue penguin is exactly what it sounds like. Now, what about the little blue penguin do you feel is superior to other kinds of first mate penguins? Well, A, it lives in New Zealand, so it's kind of, you know, more adaptable to a temperate climate. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, New Zealand, very nice. Yes. Lord of the Rings. Yes. Yeah. Uh, More than that, Mm -hmm. it's a little blue penguin. It is a little blue penguin, that's true. It's little, it's blue... And it, it is a penguin. It's an entire species that sort of sounds like the premise of a children's book. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it looks like the premise of a children's book. It's really cute. Okay, sure. Because, yeah. come on. It's a little blue penguin. Yeah, and yeah. like, you know, New Zealand is full of people and towns and stuff. Mm-hmm. And some of the towns have little penguin crossing signs, and sometimes you see penguins crossing the street. On foot, because penguins can't fly. That's pretty cool. There's little penguins waddling down the sidewalk. All right. Oh, my God. All right. So, all right. That just that makes New Zealand sound pretty sweet, actually. Yeah. I mean, it's like, oh, hey, is New Zealand not already great enough? What with it being Middle Earth? Well, guess what? It's got penguins, little blue penguins, who just hang out in town. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I can definitely get behind that. Yeah, no, it's like... It's like some weird, you know, sci-fi premise where, like, oh, hey, what if, you know, we need to make the alternate universe seem a little weirder. How about instead of pigeons, penguins? Except it's real, and it's on Earth right now, and you can go live it. I can dig that. Yeah. I'm totally fine with that being the future. Yeah, no, I mean, like, yeah, if the little blue penguin decides to kind of spread out, stretch his little stubby wings, Uh you know, I'm ready. Okay. Yeah, I am ready to just have little blue penguins hanging out in the city. It, you know, if they if they come to just like, you know, if there's just like one city in America that the little blue penguins decide to settle in, uh-huh. I'm going to think seriously about moving there. Yeah, you know? okay, that's fair. Yeah. Like, I don't care where. If the little blue penguins just take a liking to Branson fucking Missouri, <laughs> you know what? I will learn to love bluegrass. That seems unlikely. There's not a lot of good fishing in Missouri. Well, no. <laughs> but the, 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 you it's it's going to be coastal. Well, probably, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. The, the little blue penguins could be a capricious lot. We never know what they're up to. It's <laughs> All right, sure. Just hanging out in Branson. Okay. Yeah, why not? Maybe they love bluegrass. <laughs> you know? They're blue. They are blue, yeah. yeah. So maybe they, they relate to it on that level in their little penguin brains. I don't know. <laughs> the point is, if uh-huh. I had the opportunity to hang out with penguins... More than I do now, uh-huh. and right now that that level is hovering around basically never. Okay. If I had the opportunity to hang out with penguins more, yes. All right. Yeah. Well, here's an interesting question. All right. Maybe. Maybe it's a stupid question. Well, uh, both have the potential for uh, another five minutes of material. <laughs> <laughs> the penguin. As in... The Batman villain. Oh. The penguin. Okay. Okay, now the DeVito penguin is a bit weird. That's a that's a Tim Burton creation. Yeah. Right? Because we, he's he's deformed. He's monstrous. Yes. Now, the comic book penguin, I believe, not the same thing at all. No, he's just... He's, a, the, he's the crazy umbrella guy. He is the crazy umbrella guy. Right. He's just a regular man who's drawn that way because it's acceptable to draw villains a little more cartoony than heroes in comics. Okay. 
Now, like, he's just, like, if he were to exist in real life, like, yes, he'd have a large nose, but he wouldn't have a beak. You know? Right, yeah. yeah, he'd just be, yeah. Yeah, he wouldn't be, like, the weird pointy carrot nose that Danny DeVito had. No, that was weird, and he had flipper hands. He was like a carnival freak. Well, the thing is, he didn't always have flipper hands. He had, like, flipper gloves that he wore over his real hands. Didn't he have slightly malformed hands? Well, yeah, he had fat little stubby monster hands. Gimp but, hands. But, yeah, but they were... I mean, they were proper hands, okay. but sometimes they were flippers, and the movie was very unclear about that, and it's also been a long time since I've seen it. Uh, yeah, it's an old movie. What are you getting at, though? I'm getting at... I've lost my train of thought here a little bit, but have we have we talked about before your idea for, for the Nolan Penguin with the umbrellas? I'm sure we have. Okay. I'm sure we have, yeah. Tom Waits plays the Penguin as... Uh, basically, the idea was... Exactly what Nolan ended up doing with Bane, except it made sense from a story perspective because it was the Penguin. All right. Yeah. Okay. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, there aren't going to be any more Nolan movies, which is too bad. Yeah, cause, because we never got a Penguin or a Riddler. Yeah. Yeah. Although, if he did the Penguin the way I, I was thinking, he would be like, everyone would be like, oh, this is the same as Bane, except it's good. And yeah. I mean, that's not fair. Bane's not bad. It's, it's not just... bad. It's just that that movie was trying to do too much. It had... It didn't have enough... Batman in it for a Batman movie. There was surprisingly little Batman. It had... Oh, what's his face? I can't remember his damn name now. Joseph Gordon-Levitt? Yeah, the JGL. Okay, have we talked about JGL? No, because but we, we do disagree on him. I, I I don't have anything specifically against Joseph Gordon-Levitt, okay? Yeah. He's not a bad actor. He's not a bad guy. He seems like kind of a cool guy. I don't care. I don't find him compelling. And JGL, okay, it's like... You know when you're like you you have a group of friends and like you and like someone that is in your group of friends get along and hang out a lot and quip and whatnot and your other friends like man you two should hook up you're a great couple and it's like I respect that person but I I don't I don't want to like date them or fuck them that kind of thing it's just I'm not that into them romantically okay so it's like we're just friends that's how I feel about Joseph Gordon Levitt. Like, Hollywood wants him to be a leading man, like an action hero, be in all the movies. Yeah. I don't have anything against him, but I'm just not that into him as a movie hero to see all the yeah. time. He's, I, I think basically the appeal of Joseph Gordon-Levitt, is, and and it's an appeal that I personally do see, uh-huh. is that uh, he's who Shia LaBeouf would be if Shia LaBeouf didn't suck. Shia LaBeouf is kind of off-putting. Yeah, I mean, and part of it is just that all of his name is pretend. No part of his name is a real word. <laughs> That's fair. Like, yeah. even LaBeouf, you know, like, I looked it up, I looked it up in French, and it's like, oh, he, he doesn't even spell it the right way. What is his real name? That is it's his like, real name. His name isn't, like, Shane Johnson or something? No, he's Shia LaBeouf. It's almost French for Shia the Beef, except spelled wrong. Should be French for Bobby Dumb Name. Yeah, well, I'm sure in France they do chuckle at him because it's like, haha, he's, his name is Hamburgers. They see a poster for Transformers and they're like, hey, where's the beef? Yeah. And then they laugh about it because it's France. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. I just don't find JGL compelling. Well, I mean, that's the thing. Here's why. Oh, okay. Here's why. I got a beverage here, but. No mustache. JGL can't sport a sweet stash. He's like Buble. He could, though. Benefit of the doubt, I'm willing to rescind my opinion and hold off until he proves whether or not he can produce a sweet stash. Joseph Gordon-Levitt, I believe in you, I believe in your mustache, and I believe that you can grow a mustache 
and it will be awesome. And, I mean, at, at the absolute worst, you're going to have kind of a John Waters thing going on, and you're one of maybe eight men on the planet who I feel can pull that off. That is so. a different vibe entirely. But, from how he has been portrayed in the films thus far. What I'm saying is, he is one of maybe eight men on the planet who I feel could really pull off the John Waters look. If Joseph Gordon-Levitt starts doing the John Waters look, I'm going to look at him in a whole new light. Yeah. Not in the same light as Robert Goulet, but it'll be a different light. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, maybe a, a light similar to how you look at John Waters. I like John Waters. He's cool, yeah. but he's creepy. He's he's seen things that you can't even imagine. I can imagine quite a bit because I've seen several of his films. Well, yeah, yeah. He's, he, he's, that, put, he's put a lot of the things he's seen on film, but his, I'm sure his parties are even more insane. Oh yeah, no. I mean, John Waters is like the guy you go to to find out if something disgusting has ever really happened. <laughs> like, if it's something that's just a myth, he's the guy who will who knows the people most likely to have done it and be able to say, no, they haven't. Yeah. I believe that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, so... So, yeah, uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, I feel like you could carve out a very interesting niche for yourself. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. At the very least, you could probably get that role in the John Waters biopic that's going to have to happen someday. I'd like to see John Waters play the Riddler. Oh, my God! Doesn't that sound cool? Hello, in, yes. In a little green suit? Whatever, whatever. <laughs> we that would be sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is. I fuck play the Riddler. I want John Waters to be the Riddler in life. I think in real life we should have a Riddler and it's actually John Waters. So the secret identity thing sort of goes out of the window because you'll know it's him. But <laughs> yeah, you see John Waters. He's pretty much unmistakable as yeah, John I Waters. Mean, it's like, oh, he's got a little mask on, but he still looks and sounds exactly like John Waters. Whatever. I don't care. Yeah. I want him to do that. I want him to set up a series of elaborate games for the police to follow, Ooh. but they're also disgusting as shit. That would be amazing. <laughs> Just like, it's, it's like a little quiz. Like, the police police won't find the next clue unless they know what felching is. <laughs> John Waters is Riddler. There's no Batman in it. It's just him being the Riddler. Yeah. And he's just torturing like regular policemen. Yeah, or or whoever, you know, or whoever finds the envelope. Or maybe maybe you know what? You do it like a like a roadhouse kind of thing, okay? <laughs> I have like, no idea what that might mean. Okay, you know how Patrick Swayze is a cooler? He's like a super bouncer. And he's a cooler, and he's part of a secret brotherhood of coolers across the nation? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Okay, so John Waters is doing his Riddler thing, but it's like a, a I don't know, a strip club or a brothel or something. And he starts playing like, what, you know. What, what purpose would a, would a strip club have for a Riddler on staff? No, 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 no. The, uh, Patrick Swayze, not Patrick Swayze, maybe Joseph Gordon-Levitt okay. plays a cooler. He's like, he's doing the Patrick Swayze, Swayze from Roadhouse thing, right? But instead of just a bar where there's a lot of fights, it's a brothel or a strip club or something. Okay. 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 And, no, and, no, not Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Statham. Okay, Statham. Okay. I'm, I'm a little more on board with Statham. He's just bigger. Yeah. You know? Okay, uh, so Statham. So Statham's a cooler. And and um, John Waters, as the Riddler, starts uh, setting up these elaborate like riddles and weird pranks and stuff. And the guy who has to solve the mysteries, it's not Batman, okay? It's the bouncer of this like brothel slash strip club, okay? And he's got to solve the riddles using his like 
you know, cooler abilities, a la Swayze. <laughs> so lots of Tai Chi and throat ripping? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. I have no idea what this movie would even look like <laughs> or how this is a movie, but I would watch the shit out of it. And then I would write a review, and the review would just be, how is this a movie? Also, it's set in the near future. <laughs> oh, fuck. Where global warming has spread the penguin population to the point where there's penguins running around in the background of, like, every scene. Full circle! There's okay. penguins all over the place in this Statham Waters movie about the Riddler and the Cooler. <laughs> A Statham Waters movie. <laughs> How could that go wrong? I can't imagine a with, universe where this could possibly go wrong. With penguins in the future. A Statham Waters Penguin Cooler Riddler movie. Yeah. Yeah, man. When Tweedlebeetles fight, it's called a Tweedlebeetle battle. Uh-huh. And when they battle with the Riddler, it's a Tweedlebeetle riddle battle. And when Beetles battle Beetles and the Tweedlebeetle battle, then... The universe itself is one giant bear. The, I don't know where you're going with any of this. Yeah, man. It's, it's Dr. Seuss. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> what I'm saying is... Maybe that's that one of the riddles. Yeah, what about Tweedlebeetles? What about them? Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's the riddle. <laughs> and Statham's like, I don't get it. And then he gets another one later, and it's like, oh, I'm sorry, I was really hungover. <laughs> and here's the thing: Batman is the world's greatest detective. Yeah, Statham is a competent cooler. Okay, he's an okay bouncer. The riddles are as complicated as ever, but frankly, it's got an inferior mind working on them. Yeah, no, I mean, so, like, that's how you pad the movie out by confusion. No, Statham is good at owning motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, but he maybe not. Not so great with the riddles? No. No. That's the added complication. He's okay? good at shocking himself with a car battery. At some point, John Waters' his Riddler gets depressed because there's no detective solving his riddles. It's just like, stay them being confused. And then he goes to like... He starts sending him hints. <laughs> exactly. He, like, he shows it to the prostitutes, and the prostitute's like, I don't know. Want a hand job? And he's like, no, I'm trying to solve a riddle. Hand job later. Well, okay, but yeah. Yeah. But, this is an awesome know, movie. Absolutely. This, this movie can't go wrong. This is a can't-miss uh, premise yeah. for a film. This is uh-huh. a can't-miss pitch that we're, we're giving you right now for free, Hollywood. With penguins. With we'll, penguins, whatever. We'll help you write it when you give us money. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, because we have this obviously all planned out and didn't just make it up here while we were doing this show. Dude, if we made it up here right now when we're doing the show, that's even more impressive. Yeah, like, because that means, that means we can spin gold out of shit at the drop of a hat. Yeah, Hollywood, we... In fact, yeah, that's actually what we did. Yeah. And uh, Hollywood, hire us and we'll be like that robot on South Park who just comes up with ideas for movies. And we won't be putting Adam Sandler in any of them. So... Guaranteed. Yeah. Yeah. And also... Uh, I probably could have come up with a better metaphor than, you know, an episode of South Park from like eight years ago. Also, but, the cardboard robot that's Cartman. Well, you remember, yeah. See, maybe it's a good metaphor. It's a popular show. People yeah. people get it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> See? So there you are. <laughs> Somehow this was all about penguins, but I'm basically done. I feel like I've done my job as a podcaster by having a hand in the in the pitching of this movie. Yeah, we're good. Yeah. yeah. So, All right. Until next week, tell your rich and powerful friends about our can't miss can't miss Statham Waters action comedy. And penguins kick ass. They fucking do. Oh my god, just sliding on their bellies into the ice, whatever, man. All right. Hell yeah. yeah. Sitting on the eggs. Fuck yeah, penguins. All right. Until next week, fuck yeah, penguins. Eat some fish. Eat okay. some fish. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank you.
This has been a production of the Beak Podcasting Network. Visit thebeak.org to learn more about this and other quality podcasts. Seriously, guys, so awesome.